So then, so who are they trying to target? Like, I didn't ever th- think further out. Like, maybe they're actually doing ads with your management. Mm-hmm. I just assumed they were like you have a page, and somebody's there to post shit on the page. But I guess it's more advanced uh, media. Like, oh, so, they, they like want you on there doing ads as well. Yeah, bro. At the moment on Instagram, it's like every because like, I count I count almost every day. Every three posts, there's one ad. A sponsored one, right? A sponsored ad. Every two stories is one ad. Boy. Like, and I'm sure we give permission at some point. With our <laughs> yeah. To be honest, who, who with reads you. those things, man? I was, I was gonna like pretend and be like, you know what? I'm outraged. Well, I just thought we probably did give them. We probably didn't read the thing and gave them permission. At this point, it's too late. Cause what if, if they if they issue a new one and say, oh. By continuing to use the service. Oh, you're still on Instagram. That means you accepted it. I'm not going to delete my account now. It's, they've yeah, because the got options me. they yeah. give you is A or B. <laughs> they've got yeah, me. Yeah. It's, it's an ultimatum. In a sense. Yeah. <laughs> like it's a stick-off. It's like, it's like sometimes I'm like, I'm going to be rebellious today and I'm going to read the terms and conditions. If I, wait. I'm like, if I find something I don't like, I'm going to um, stand up and I'm going to reject it. Find something I don't like, and I think they're gonna give me more options. Like, oh, okay, we're sorry you don't like that. Let's look into it together. They'll just be like, all right, cool. Well, you can proceed. So either you like it now, or you don't use our service. Exactly. And I'm like, oh, well, if you're gonna be like that, I might as well just use the service then. <laughs> and only that on that page, that page that you've curated for yourself. It's there's certain aspects of your personality that you don't even feel comfortable sharing on there yeah even though that's the real you the real yeah <laughs> the real living breathing you like no this is I, that's gonna affect the image that i have going on here like there have been a few posts in the past that i've wanted to put on my page like no this is me this is who i am girls it's, shaking booty in atlanta no that's <laughs> what the, where did that come from <laughs> that's definitely not on my page no 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 but, but yeah, sure it goes. So. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't trying to ruin my streak. But anyway, no. Um, what is it? There's certain posts that I felt really passionate about. So the opposite of love for you is fear. Is f- fear? Yes. Rather than hate. Yes. Okay. Because if you hate someone, the real, if you dig deep down, the real source of that hate is because you fear something about them like something about them or something within them or is it both is it the same something that you read or we unperceive about them that we fear so to not want to maybe show that we feel weak or we feel intimidated we tend to be aggressive and the, the easiest emotion to counteract that is hate and it's a survival thing. It's innate in us because, you know, 
survivalism and you know what the people in the previous podcast were talking about survivalism which i found quite interest interesting is is driven by fear survival of the fittest driven by i'm scared that i might die tomorrow so i gotta do this so i gotta be better than everyone or better than yeah I'm better myself i wouldn't last you know i'm scared of longevity i know that life no I know that life don't last forever, so I have to do all I can to make sure this life. YOLO, the YOLO mentality, is all yeah. you know, stems from fear. So if you look, if we look down deep, deep down to anything that we hate, we can find that source of fear, and maybe that that will help us alleviate it. So true. Our parents need therapy. So Our parents. Our parents. All diasporic parents need therapy. All parents back in Africa need therapy. Because you know when they say hurt people, hurt people. Oh, wow. Mate, they pass... Explanation, not justification. But carry on. It's like, it's not... It's of... Yeah, you're right. You're 100% right. I'm going to throw that in there. It's not not right. However, sometimes when... You know when you're having a good moment or good periods with your parents or you get along with them and they tell you some stories of their childhood. They remember those things and they just laugh. And you're sat there like, yo, what the fuck did you go through? <sighs> like some of the things my parents have told me, I sit down and I'm like, how can I ever? I mean, I still hate the fact that maybe in that in specific situations you have pissed me off or you have reduced me as a person. But w- from what you've just told me, how? W- what kind of person would I be to judge you, knowing that you have no idea, you don't know that? For example, telling me like. Uh, in general, parents or adults don't know that some of the things they say to kids really mess with our oh. our minds. But it's because that's what they've been brought up on. Like, have you, have you, have you guys? I'm guessing you all come to the age where, like, because you're now adults, like we, like our parents just kind of like sometimes just sit with us in the kitchen. We're just minding our own business, making coffee, whatever. This is too specific, but yeah, they, they, one of them just sit, like he'll just sit there. Then he'll tell you a story, just like that's waywards. Wow. Are you okay? Have you th- <laughs> Are you okay? <laughs> Sex shit. I don't know, you know. It's it's honestly like high, being in school. Like we don't forget like that one time you you accidentally peed your pants and then <laughs> at graduation do, do, as everyone's like us, we don't forget. Has anyone have examples of people who have been forgiven? Let's look at what they did to be forgiven. Instead of like, cause like saying sorry, we all know it's enough. You girls should know better. Like, if a guy cheated on you and can't say I'm sorry, that's not enough, is it? Mm. That's true. But who has been forgiven? Let, let's let's look. No at, I'm sure there is somebody who's been forgiven, and we keep up with them. I'm, okay. I have an Wait. example in my head. I have one, please. I don't know if he's actually been forgiven. Mm. Justin Bieber. Justin Bieber. Look a few, a few <laughs> years ago, there was a video yeah. of him saying nigger. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but was... that that word. That... But then it's privileged with Justin Bieber because he's white. Like yeah. you have to acknowledge. Nah. But no, the but black people is, like no, him as well. No, but thing is, no, but thing is, okay, with Justin Bieber, okay, the reason why I think he was forgiven one, this guy was worth a lot of money. Mm. He said that when he was fourteen, thirteen. There's no way they're gonna. There's no way. There's no way that... they're gonna lose that. And also, he's a boy, and there was the whole teenage obsession with him. So so many girls idolized him. I think this guy could have killed someone. Let me give you an example: someone who's forgiven. We don't think they are as devilish as they were talking the words. What's the girl with the girl with the cash me out? <laughs> oh, but but then again, same thing, same thing. We listen to privileged. our songs. Look at our streams. We I love her. I don't listen to her. I think, Cedric, I think she's Cedric, trash. Speak for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. We, who's we, but I'm, but I'm saying, but I'm saying, like people don't necessarily need to say sorry to be forgiven. 
they need to change their actions. You cannot say sorry and not do anything about it and expect to be forgiven. But the, your actions are the ones that dictate if you're going to be received again. Let's not even let's remove the word being forgiven. Let's remove it out. Being received again. I'm gonna give you an example. Bill Clinton. Oh, that's oh my God! Like oh one. my God! Bill is a genius, though. But, uh, he's a G. <laughs> oh, he's I, actually, support, he's a I G. fucking hate that guy. I just hate saying him, it. but at the same time, by the way, I don't, don't want to say. I don't want to say this, but I really feel like Bill Clinton was just so cool that he kind of <laughs> just bad example escaped. Do you think Obama could have survived what he did? Oh yeah, easily. Easily. No, are you Obama, Obama, Obama could have survived. Anything. No, Wait, no, no, Obama could have shot no. somebody. No, could have no. shot somebody on on Washington Ave and go and say, "I don't think I've ever I shot a baby." I don't think I've ever and, seen. And he'll be fine with it. It was a Jesus teaching, and he said, "You know, what's the point if you only pray for the people you love? It's easy to pray for the people you love, but to understand that, to be able to see you, to to be able to look at you, Eva, and say." I see God. Uh. <laughs> it takes a lot. It takes a lot to be able to understand that I can see you just as much as I can see myself. And if I can see power in you, I should be able to see that in myself. Yo, Alf- Alfred got me weak and shit. Yeah, right? It doesn't give me that. It's almost like... Yeah, I, got, I got butterflies. I was Jeez. like... <laughs> <laughs> and... That's so int- interesting, and that's what I believe unconditional love is, is. If you can see someone as yourself, would you still love them? It's uh, Andy Warhol once said. Look at this name. In the future, <laughs> in the future, every, everybody will be famous for 15 minutes. Damn. Wow. Yeah. He said that. Oh, shit. Yeah. This guy had a time machine, man. Yeah, <laughs> basically, way. yeah. He he really predicted the future with that one. Like, with social media, mm. you get, I guess you get caught up living, living this lifestyle where you, I guess, feel very popular, very famous. Mm. And because of, because of the instant gratification that you get from social media as well, um, that really does boost your e- ego and you oh, do yeah. really feel famous for 15 minutes. Um, you can have this massive, massive ego boost where you will get like 100 messages or whatever. 200 people read your story. Um, you'd get a whole uh, shit ton of lights on, on mm. Tinder. Um, a whole bunch of stuff will happen in the space of an hour. Yeah. And then for the <laughs> other 23, it's just completely barren. And nothing goes on. So you're like, oh, are you beefing with me because you didn't like my shit? No, it's just, it's just because the, you know, that shit is long, man. If you follow 600 people, you can't like 600. If 600 people upload in one day, you're not liking even 20. It's too many, you know. That's an aglerism for. Wait, say that again. That's an aglerism up there. I can't say that word. Agri- Algorithms, algorithms, algorithms. algorithms. Yeah, it's Friday. She okay. messed up. She tied my tongue as well. <laughs> hmm? I, was trying, I was trying to help her. Man said algorithm. <laughs> 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 I go right.
have a counter to your point. What which point? <laughs> OJ Simpson. What about him? He got forgiven. Nah. Everybody nah, knew. I don't know about that, but <laughs> not what it was. That's all I know, you know what it was. No, no, no. He was forgiven. Okay, he wasn't forgiven by the public. He was forgiven by the black community because we the court better. case became a race issue. Mm. And there, black okay. people cannot okay. st- stand, yeah. stand down. Right, like, okay. it, they knew he did it. Oh, Actually, he, did he didn't it. do it. Nah, he did. OJ did Legal not do reasons it. Have you seen the Netflix special? I have seen every special and in the world. And do you think he didn't do it? <laughs> I have seen every type of documentary on that man and I still don't Do you know how many people wait, do you know how many people came out and said after the Netflix special, yo, I think he did it. (laughs) Oh no no no. But the thing is that that case again was a very mishmash. It was it wasn't very well investigated and also it didn't help that the cop was extremely racist. Oh yeah. Mm. So it again the fact that people are questioning whether he did it or not is based on that cop, on that police officer's demeanor and who he was and Therefore, the whole black community was like, no, he didn't do it. He's free. He's done because that dude is a if racist. If the glove don't fit, you must acquit. That's a, that's a it didn't lawyer. fit, though. <laughs> yeah, because he, he got smaller size so that he would be able to perpetrate the crime. <laughs> that's, okay. a, that's a good lawyer right there. But, um, yeah, let's get into this. I'm looking forward to this, actually. Okay, so um, me and the whole for I think the whole for two weeks now, me and Jeremy have been antagonizing each other longer than that. I'd say actually, I've been like the last two years, we've been like we haven't seen eye to eye on quite a few topics. Yeah, there's yeah. been there's been kind of beef brewing on Twitter. Yeah, quite a bit. I mean, you're the aggressor mostly, whereas I'm very much. I'm not the aggressor. No, 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 no. You and your me social and justice. So apparently now I'm a social justice warrior. I don't know how I've managed to hit that. You and your warrior, your wow. fellow warriors this, this are is the completely issue. completely far from the truth. All right. Well, this is, I think, okay, this is interesting because okay, now we can yeah. actually finally air out. Yeah, our grievances. Yeah, totally, yeah. Totally. Hell, I think in today's episode, you might need to be the ref. Be the referee, yeah. Because right, okay. we might end up throwing things at each other. <laughs> okay, so I'll start with this. Um, actually, I was going to start with Liam Neeson, but let me chill out for a sec. What okay? What is your definition of a social justice warrior, Helen? Maybe I don't know the like proper definition for it, but essentially, it's someone who takes on every issue as their fight. Every fight is their fight, basically. Yeah, is I think Venezuela, um, Yemen, or and then like down to like that's Syria like on, on a macro. That's on like a, a macro level. Then mm-hmm. like like the bin problem in like Edmonton like, you know, like, <laughs> the bin like, problem in Edmonton I think obviously let's, let's be real the term is derogatory like if you call someone a social justice warrior you're saying it because essentially some people are you're fighting fights that don't need to be fought sometimes or some people struggle doesn't require you to get involved in and that obviously is a, so I think like or it does but you yeah. don't actually care you do it yeah I think out. it's a I think it's become a derogatory term because it's like it's funny how I guess like some, you see a lot on Twitter where like a a story can just be blown out of proportion and someone would then say um, this is down to toxic masculinity or this is down to um, patriarchal society or this is down to like white privilege or like this is like so and so and so and so and I think that's where the term has now taken on this I guess it has a, it's come of a negative now like it's, it's, yeah. social justice is something that we should all seek out for but obviously now the term has now become this thing where it's like basically any sign of social justice someone steps in and says we need to look at why this has happened now we need to start breaking down these systems that cause this or whatever i don't okay so first before i say this um when i was looking for the definitions i went the first definition i came up was from what's that website 
Urban Dictionary. Urban Dictionary, yeah. And as soon as I opened the page, it said, it's a derogatory term used totally. to explain somebody who is very annoying <laughs> about social... So I was like, wow, okay. Okay, you know beans, you're going to heal. Yeah. You know eventually, but... Yeah, but words stick with Words forever. stick with you. Yeah. Like, because even now that I'm, like, what, 19, there's certain things that were said to me when I was younger, and up to this day, like, I still remember it. Like, all the negative things my dad would say to me, like, he would compare me to... Um, my oldest sister or um, my cousins and who'd say stuff like, oh, you're, you're stupid, you're, you're this and that. Mm, it would just mm. make me feel like I'm never going to succeed. I'm not going to do well in life. But it's like, I've just proved him wrong. So, But I definitely think verbal. Verbal. Least, yeah. I'm happy I got beaten more. Same, same, same. Because at least they, didn't have, they were too out of breath to like insult me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, you this good point. Yeah. If I... Yeah. sit down some more. <laughs> now can you heal eventually yeah well, you heal literally uh, eventually because <laughs> you like, okay remember that time I got beat cool but what mum said to you that day that, that, was, that, that was sticks cold. to you that you still remember you. insults Bro, that's why people say years and years ago that's why parents you, sorry to call you a joke that's why people say that they rather their parents beat them sometimes oh definitely because when your parent just looks at you and says you're never gonna make it are you oh, oh. That it cuts might stick you. with you forever, you know. You. Yeah. Like I remember in boarding school, um, my principal, that guy, I didn't like him because <laughs> he was a nasty Yoruba man. He just said horrible shit to people. Hmm. But one day he called me into a class. Obviously, I was I was who I was. I was naughty. Hmm. He called me into a senior class and he was like, he was teaching them English. So he was kind of like, oh look at this boy. Look at Adegoke, typical, very stubborn. Um, what he's like what is the word we just learned today they were like incorrigible he was like yes <laughs> as, as I'm saying this story I remember this vividly he was like yes incorrigible Adigoki is incorrigible and everybody <laughs> laughed so I left and obviously because I'm a, I'm a you know wordsmith I checked the dictionary what's incorrigible and incorrigible is like um, somebody who is not capable of change or something yeah somebody who is not capable of change or evolution wow. and they're stuck in their ways yeah, stuck in their ways. Mm. And that stuck with me. That stuck with me. But, you know, it, it literally was like, damn. So that's it then. My no, life is This is me. Yeah, I'm 12 years me. old and this is me now. Yeah. I'm going to die incorrigible. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> you know. Like she's paid heavily for it. But also, has she paid heavily for it? There was the woman who did the other thing where she tweeted, I'm off to Africa. Make sure I don't get Ebola. So she tweeted this. Does she deserve to lose her job for that? No. Nah. I don't know. I actually, I don't know. I don't know. I, there's, a, there's something telling though why companies get sackless people though. They don't want to be associated with that. And I think this is also a thing about why the way we're taught racism is a really, I think it's, it's also one of the reasons why we have issues with it as well. Like, but yeah, so before the internet, you know, people could get away with mm. that sort of thing. Unfortunately, well, not unfortunately, but those people were made examples of. Yeah. So calling your phone calling the police because some little black girl wants to sell water it's a bit much but I, I'm pretty sure she'll never do that again and other people <laughs> who had the idea I hope so yeah or other people will now be like mm, better think twice about you know whether I want to call mm. the police on someone because if someone is there to watch yeah you know I mean yeah at the same time like, again I'm kind of like you like I don't know if 
if you should lose your house and lose your this and yeah. that or whatever, like lose your whole life over or that. Or lose your place at your uni. I think, I think the thing is, though, it's like, as well as talking about racism, if we're talking about that mostly, we're taught, this is the thing you have issue with, we're taught that the worst thing you can possibly be is a racist. The worst thing you can ever be is a racist. So people object more at being called that than actually the thing they've done. So whenever you see these interviews of people saying, I am not a racist, I swear in my kid's life I'm not a racist. We had the black player... Uh, when Aubameyang scored against Arsenal, the guy chucked a banana onto the pitch. Said He then said, told the police that I saw the banana outside the ground and then, for one reason or another, it turns it's thrown at the player after he scored. So you, you willingly walked into a stadium knowing a black player could score, you chucked a banana on. You swear on your kids like following that that you're not a racist. You are. But people don't want to basically acknowledge what the racism is. It's like, it's rather, it's the actual like, someone's called me a racist, I can't possibly be racist because that's the worst thing that I am. Rather than actually say, you know what, I had this, this thought, I had this thinking, let's address that. But also, like, um, I mean, I've noticed, when, you, when people speak a different language, for example, there are many expressions that you can't translate into English. Uh, there are many... So that means that you've lost a lot of things. But even when, for example, I used to do this a lot because I'd read... For example, I don't know. I read Harry Potter in English and Harry Potter in Italian, and oh shit, sure, okay. I oh, the it, two different vibes because wow. of the words that was used. They were used because in, it was written originally in English. There is a specific voice that J.K. Rowling wanted to give it, but when it was give, written in Italian, because the the two things do not connect as in the they don't exactly translate they don't mm. translate because i'm thinking of it as an italian reading it they're like we don't do school like this we don't do that so you, you lose a lot mm. by so reading you have to it. reimagine the world you have to reimagine the world and especially if you've never experienced the world that jk rowling is talking about which is an english countryside mm. you're never gonna get it so you lose a lot of the feeling just purely and this is two european languages so imagine when it's a European and an African language. Mm. Like you lose a whole lot more. You're losing culture. You're losing um, spirituality. Mm. You're losing history by translating it. Like I've always, uh, lately, I've been asking my friends this question, right? The how come, um, you know, we we make judgments about people. Like we just we meet people for like someone new for like five minutes then we already made judgment judgments about the person mm. we already act like we like the person or we do not like the person you know there are some people we meet like within a minute or two we feel like we've got chemistry with this person you know where does that come from you know all this judgmental stuff you know how does it affect our life so first of all i'm gonna say I, personally i think it affects our life negatively for personally you know, speaking, I think because we don't really, it's, we're jumping into conclusions when we make judgments like this with someone because there, mm. there are tons of people I've met, right, that I feel like, oh shit, I just start when meeting them, my first impression of them is that this person is cool, this person is this. Then later on, the person turns out to be an asshole, you know, getting to know them, mm. getting that full information about <clears> the person, not jumping into a conclusion. Why the others, most of my best friends, including Noah, right, didn't like this. Sni- <laughs> <laughs> didn't like this guy at the start you know I did not like him at the start there's another guy another of my best friend called Dwight did not like that guy as well at the start but right now they are something else you know so when it comes to first impressions with um, 
How does um sorry the question again? Um, <laughs> wait, after answering the question, you asked the question again. No, the question is um how does comparing ourselves to other people's lives how does it affect us? Yeah, how does it affect us? It affects us because we don't really get we don't really get the, the truth. I'll say the truth. We don't get the truth about, about the person we're always comparing ourselves to because yeah. you're not going out there looking to call to provoke someone and then kill them. That's the complete difference. So that's what that's the thing. And I understand your reaction. I've had it before where you're like, the next person that comes to me now tries it on me now. I'm gonna kick off. I'm not having it. Like it's gone too far now. Mm. Whereas, and that's also that's a personal thing too as well. You're actually, but then. To hear that, like, God forbid, a family member of mine was like, was like brutally sexually assaulted or whatever, and then I then went to pubs just waiting for any white guy to come out and start trouble with me. That isn't the right. That's not a normal reaction. That bit itself is he's then made it a race thing. He's made it a thing as though the black men rape. That's what they are. That's what black men do. He probably had those stereotypes, those racist stereotypes. Yeah, in his but he and the thing is, the reason people are pissed off is because he didn't actually address that. But do you he think he knows? He addressed his violence, not the actual problem he had of the race. But do you think people gave him a chance to actually like have a dialogue? Or was it sec- more? He had a second interview on Good Morning, Good Morning America. But that interview was more of an attack. And than he an also interview. had like again all this, all, this whole thing was his own omission. Mm. So he could have. No said one it. asked him. No, no. So I'm saying if if it was about you know he could have addressed the race when he actually decided to say it. But I don't think he actually understands what the problem is. That is it. Yeah, that that's the yeah. that's the why that's why people and that's the thing. That's why when, it's that's why people that's why the story is still brewing because it's like his um the production the um the film premiere got cancelled. So and it's like because I don't know if this if this the the whole thing brings people to come and watch. I don't know if it does. I don't think it does. I don't think it does it's because like, at the moment people do this thing where if they see something trending online they're like oh okay well cool I'm I don't not, know. I really I'm not like bothering. So, say that again. I still watch Taken. Oh, I still watch Taken. I just bootleg it. When you got, um, am I allowed to say I'm that? Sure, it's on Netflix. I think also a lot of black people. Netflix? I don't know. I don't. Know. I also think a lot of black people feel that like we as a race are the only ones that can be trod on, and people can still get away with it and be fine about it. How about so the Arabs? Like, why, yeah, what, what, why, why do you say? How about well, Jews? Yeah, everyone is trod. How about gay people? How about yeah? So that's okay. So like. If you're to if you're gonna do like a, a comparison thing, how about women? Okay, how about women? That's fine. No, that's, or black women? Or black? Yeah. Or, okay. Um, that's what I mean by black people. Okay. So, and what I mean by that is, okay. Do you remember the Reggie Yates thing that happened when he lost his um his top of the pop slot? Uh, could you remind us, please? So, uh, Reggie Yates was on a, a podcast called Halfcast, I think, with uh, called Chucky, and they were talking about um where music for urban people's gone, and, and he said um. And he said, "Oh, you know what? It's really good that like um, that like a lot of black men and like a lot of black, black artists are now like taking their stride to make themselves. Like I'm tired. I'm like it's no longer just like this like Jewish guy in North London, or just the Jewish guy in North London can like um, running these record labels. Mm-hmm. And then the story came out, and then he apologized, and then he was like sacked. Whereas then you look at someone like Mel Gibson, who had that rant about um, with his wife on the phone." And then he goes, if you're going to go out and get raped by a bunch of... Remember, have you seen... Have you heard the rap? Yeah, if you're going to get raped like, by a bunch of n words. Yeah, where it's like, you look like a whore, you're, you're, you're like a Vegas whore, you're like, you've got these these new fake boobs and they look disgusting, you, you disgust me. If you want to go out and get raped by a bunch of um, effing um, the N-words. Yeah, I'll censor it, don't Yeah, worry. but let, let's, let's, let's also remember that, like, Mel Gibson was ostracised for a bit 
then welcome back with open arms. Right. So it's like, I don't think a black person would have got away with that. That would have been the end. I went to uni. Mm-hmm. I'm doing a master's now. Mm-hmm. Um, Oz did an apprenticeship. Mm-hmm. And you're on like your, what, what, num- what job number is this now? This is my second job now. So you're on your second job mm-hmm. since sixth form. Mm-hmm. Okay. And Josh, <laughs> I stopped after A levels, bro. Those <laughs> A levels. Once I sold those C's, I was like, "See you later." That's pretty clever, actually. Once I sold those C's, I was like, "See you later." No more. Um, I used to live in Colorado, yeah. right? Colorado, if if, if anyone knows, it's is a very there, by the way. it is legal there. It is legal there, but it's also a very white state. Like there's very very few black people. If you yeah. see them, you make them your friend because you're not gonna wow. see many. It's like it's ninety nine percent white. Wow. So basically, when you see, so um, growing up then like. You start looking at yourself like, why don't I look like everyone else? Mm. Obviously, when you're that young, you think this is it; these are people. Mm. You know, why? Why do I look? Di- why do I look different? Mm. And then when I left, um, uh, my father took the family. We, we went to live in Jordan, in the Middle East. Yeah. Again, Arabs. I don't look <laughs> like them. You know, oh, not only yeah. that. Think you, you have racism in um, in the U.S. Right? Yeah. Then you have racism. In, a, in Arab countries yeah, as yeah. well, so them they're direct with it. Like there, there's no subtlety, there's no British oh. or American politeness. There's no chocolate, chocolate. These people are brown ones. This, this, and that. So you, you really, and me, I didn't have. Um, I wasn't the kind of child that was like, ooh, talk back or anything. Mm. I felt surrounded. I felt like, oh, geez, all of these people they'll just gang up on me. So mm. that that just like what what what's wrong about me? What's wrong mm. about my skin? Da da da. And you just internalize that, and it it affects you. It does, you know, and you, people really don't know like just how powerful their words can be. It does. The power of the word is um, it can. It depends on the type of person you are, you know. Like if it's, I don't know, like me. Funny enough, like if I hear, I respond, and I remember more so when someone says like speaks negative negativity against me or towards me i feel i don't know why that positive that positive is it's good to be positive but i don't really if you're if you're nice to me i'm not gonna really remember i always remember the bad things i said and then that's what and i have this i think it's my ego a lot of the times i feel like i would want to prove you wrong especially if i know you're not if i know you're not correct and especially with parents because parent um well my well parents in general some parents they like to for example, if you're not going in the direction they want you to go to, so they're just going to say things that they they think they know or they think they understand without without really understanding the situation and it can really it can really it can mess you up. It can mess you up because mm-hmm. you feel like you're not you're not doing the right thing according to their standards, which is detrimental because a lot of the time, yeah, I feel like parents they speak but they don't speak that because they because the way they were raised and we were raised is very different but they a lot of the time they forget that like um a lot of african parents feel like you know what i'm saying that their problem is they're not they're still not aware about mental health 
and how oh, it, oh that's and, that's a big that's yeah, a big one they're still not aware about mental health and they're still not sure of how it can affect you mm. and how the little things you say can just only add add to the stress and it can make you feel like because I've, I I know like roughly two people in my life because of things that were said to them they, were, they felt suicidal mm. and that's because there's a lot of the time the p- parents they I don't know. I don't know where I'm going with Like, this, the thing about parents is that, yeah. obviously, as you're growing up, parents, you see them like, whoa, they yeah. know everything. Yeah. So wh- when they say something, it sticks to you. Like, yeah. Sometimes they might even not repeat something. Like, the one insult, you remember that two, yeah. 20 years later, down I'm the line. You takes... ask them to do yeah. my homework for <laughs> yeah. That's when you realize, oh, wait, parents don't know everything. <laughs> but And I feel like with the, I feel like, cause obviously, it's taught me a lot. Like, mm. if I, God willing to have a child one day, like I will try my hardest because I'm not the most compassionate person in the world, but I will try my hardest to like understand them mentally, what they're mm, going through, like yeah. things like, you know what I'm saying? Because the, there's the things that not might not matter to you matters to them. And then 100%. Like you just have to be very understanding because society's changing and there's a lot of different pressures. Like, like how things was ten years ago and how it is now. These days, people can get bullied on Snapchat. What what do parents? They have no context yeah, to, to relate parents, to that. You know what you know? What exactly. What, what do parents know about Snapchat bullying?